Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Happy to have you with us here. EJ Becker in for John Grayson this hour. The headline out of Channel 9 echoes what we've been hearing um, a lot lately, which is an increase in incidents of domestic violence being reported, an increase in protection orders as well. Wanted to get into that further and happy to have on the line with us to uh, talk about it some is Eileen Sheehan, the COO of Hope House here in town. Eileen, thanks for making the time today. Good morning. Thank you very much for the opportunity. So before we get into uh, some of what is happening and some of the trends lately, for those who are not as familiar with Hope House as we might be, tell us about Hope House and what you guys do. Absolutely. So Hope House is a domestic violence agency. Uh, We're located in eastern Jackson County. We offer a wide variety of programs from emergency shelter to a 24-hour hotline, uh, court advocacy in 13 different uh, law enforcement agencies in eastern Jackson County. We have contract attorneys who assist with divorce, child custody, orders of protection. We have individual therapy for survivors and their children. That is outreach as well as uh, those in shelter. We have a supervised visitation program where we offer supervised visits and monitored exchange. Uh, Parents have no contact with each other. We have uh, off-duty officers who are there as well as our staff. We have a program where we train doctors and nurses to screen for domestic violence and we'll respond 24 hours a day, seven days a week out to hospitals to assist uh, those that have screened in. We have uh, housing programs to assist those um, who are trying to get back on their feet uh, after fleeing an abusive situation. So we have a wide variety of services. All of our programming is free and uh, is offered to uh, survivors and their children. You do not have to be in shelter. A lot of people think, oh, Hope House, oh, it's just a shelter. Absolutely not. We have a wide variety of services and we serve more outreach than we do through shelter at any given day. Uh, Real quick, let me just ask a question that we just got on our text line. And by the way, if you have those, we're happy to pass those along. 913-586-7798. It's a really good question. Uh, Does Hope House help men too or only women? Absolutely. We help men as well. You know, Eileen, the amazing thing is I think many of us um, think we hear Hope House and we think emergency shelter. Uh, I learned recently that you do so much more, for instance, uh, helping women and children, as you say, in abusive relationships that never even set foot in the shelter. But you you help them do what they need to do and sort of set con- – do, do you set conditions along the way? We can help you, and here's how you need to advocate for yourself, the things you need to do in order to continue getting this kind of help. How does that work? 
So we have, um, yes, we serve far more outreach. Yeah, I think if you think, so Hope House has been around for 40 years. And when we first started, it was really about the shelter. Everybody, shelter was, was the answer. And as we have expanded and, and re, you know, examined as clients come to us and this is what they're saying they also need, we realize that not everybody needs shelter. Maybe they need an attorney to help with their divorce. Maybe they need therapy. Uh, maybe their kids need therapy. So there's, so there's a wide variety of things that we find that folks um, are needing. Our, um, again, services are all free. We like to say we, we wrap around our services based upon what the person's needing. One of the things that we kind of started um, recently is that, you know, uh, we had somebody who didn't want to come into shelter, didn't need to come into shelter, could stay in their own place, but needed some security equipment. So we were able to get them ring doorbell, some alarms for their windows, um, just do some different things to safety plan and keep them safe in their home. All right, let's talk about how things are trending. Uh, one of the concerns that we talked about a lot when shutdown first hit from COVID-19 was, uh-oh, people are going to be stuck at home. And often the way that we notice domestic violence, if it's not reported as kids being at school because of the mandatory reporters and kids weren't in school, everybody was at home. This is going to happen and we're not going to know it. Talk to us about the trends that you're seeing. Are, are you hearing more calls? Are you getting more requests? Are, are cases going up? Well, what we were seeing during um, kind of the shutdown during COVID, um, we were seeing more severe incidents. So domestic violence is happening to one in three. Um, and you're right. How, do, how did that get reported? School was also a very good resource um, for that to happen. Uh, we are seeing that um, kind of a school, things have opened back up. Um, our numbers are still, are still pretty high with um, – domestic violence and, and being reported or, or people reaching out for services. We see our hotline numbers are steadily going up. In, um, to the extent that you can be more specific, what's going on in, in homes? Well, unfortunately, it's what you've seen in the news, and I can't speak specifically to this, but you, you're seeing where um, people's lives are being taken in abusive situations. And that's the ultimate, um, you know, lethality that's going on in that home. Um, so you're seeing that. So we're seeing um, more calls to the emergency room where we're responding out to offer services. We work very closely with law enforcement agencies. We're being called out more by law enforcement agencies on more severe cases. Um, it's just one of the things that just has been started during COVID and has just has continued. I want to bring up something kind of delicate um, and have you address the psychology of why someone, man or woman, stays in a domestic violence situation and what gets them to leave. Um, I think there is a lack of understanding about that. I think a lot of people look at domestic violence situations and say, well, if it's so bad, why don't you just leave? Talk to us about that. Right. You know, and we honestly, we get that question quite often. So why don't you just leave? Well, I don't, you know, there's a wide variety of answers to that. Um, and I think it's really easier for us to ask that of a victim rather than back. The, the question goes back to the person who's being abusive. Why are you doing this? That's against the law. Why are you hurting somebody you say you love? Right. Um, why is this going on in the home? And you're the perpetrator of that, you know, so, so we, 
very switch. We switch our questions pretty quickly to go back to the victim, but lots of reasons why they don't don't leave. A victim is 75% more likely to be killed when they leave a situation than when they stay in a situation. That's because the domestic violence is built around power and control, and the abusive partner is losing their control. So the lethality around that victim goes up. Does that mean you just stay? No. That means that let us let's get connected. How can we help with doing some safety plan? How can we use the tools that are in our system that keep victims safe? Um, stalking goes up when somebody leaves. I am just I'm, I'm jotting things down because that's a stat that I feel like we're going to come back to at some point that mm-hmm. you are 75 percent more likely to be killed if you leave the situation than if you stay. Yes. Yes. And if you start looking at, you know, pull up, you know, Google the Internet there with it with domestic violence and you'll see story after story where uh, the victim was trying to break it off. Trying to leave that situation. Yeah, we're both just sitting here shaking yeah, our, we're just our heads. Both baffled. Yeah, right, it, right. It, yeah, no, and they're afraid. You know, it's it's scary. Um, maybe financially they can't afford it. You say, okay, you can go to shelter, but shelter's temporary. You know, it's to keep somebody safe for the moment. It's not the ongoing solution. Sometimes it takes a while. It's a process. You have to remember, people didn't get in this relationship overnight. They're not going to get out overnight. It's a process, and you have to have systems that support you. You have to have a community that supports you. Eileen Sheehan is the COO of Hope House. Uh, Eileen, I hope that Somewhere in your experience, somewhere in all of the cases you have seen, there's a case not only where you were able to help the partner who was being abused, perhaps help the children, but also saw the abuser recognize what was going on, get help, and turn things around. Are you lucky enough to see those stories, too? You do see those stories. Um, That means that the abusive party has to take responsibility for their actions and has to to do something about that, not just, I'm sorry, but go and seek the help that you need in order to, to change that. Um, Synergy Services has a great uh, batter's intervention program and that whether you're court-ordered, you can voluntarily take their program. Um, it, it's a long-term program. This is not just an eight-hour fix kind of situation. You know, you're not, this, this has got to be a really look at why you're making these choices to be physically violent to your partner because I can't make somebody physically violent. You might not like what I have to say to you, but that doesn't give you the right to assault me, pull a gun on me. For the people that um, might live in a neighborhood, and I'm, I'm specifically now thinking about the story out of the Northland that we talked about extensively yesterday. If you, um, cause we talked about a case like that and think, wow, how did it escalate? to that point and were there signs that someone else would have seen and could have reported somehow and that's a tough spot to be in when you suspect someone you know or someone in your neighborhood might be in that situation but you don't know for sure for those that might be able to intervene again delicately what advice do you have i say there is the hotline there's a hotline number we have a metrowide hotline number which is 816 hotline or Hope House, we have a hotline that we specifically answer, which is the 816-461-4673. Call, talk it through with um, somebody on the hotline. Brainstorm some ideas. Maybe it's maybe you're 
sending them an anonymous uh, you know, pamphlet in the e- in the in the mail. Maybe you're catching them at the grocery store. Maybe there's other ways that you could be giving the information. And you know what? If if the person takes it, they take it. If they don't, they don't. But you've you've also put that out there, extended that kind of like branch that there are other things out here for you. There are other ways um, to live rather than being in an, in an abusive situation. And I think many times victims believe they're alone because that's what the abuser does. They like to isolate mentally, physically. Um, and who doesn't want to have your the dream life, right? And then you have to realize, oh, this isn't safe. This isn't right. But how do you get yourself out of that? And then if you don't have access to finances, it's just not that easy. You have to eat. You have to live. I mean, we're all going to the grocery store and seeing the increase in prices, the gas prices. So it's, it's just not that easy to say, why doesn't she just leave? Uh, Eileen, I can't imagine there aren't people listening who aren't moved to want to help? How can we help? What can we do for Hope House? Is there a way to give? Is there something other than money that can be given? What 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 are the opportunities for people to, to support Hope House? Well, there are a wide variety. Or absolutely go to our website, hopehouse.net. Um, there are multiple ways to give. We have a needs list. Um, if finance are, are, are not something that you can give, and you say, oh, hey, I'd like to, I'd like to order a door cam, for somebody. You can do that. And then we have that here and we can do some safety planning around that. Gun locks. Oh, hey, I'd like to order some of those and have them sent here. And then when that's part of our safety planning and working with um, victims. So there's a wide variety of things that you can also do to be a part of it. But the first thing you need to do is take a stand, speak up and not be okay with it. Eileen, before we let you go, uh, we invited questions on the text line, and we got one that I want to pass on to you real fast. Um, someone just asked, can you ask her to talk about how they can help with abusive situations where they have not yet become physical? Well, and absolutely. You know, start talking with the person. Um, and sometimes maybe you're too close. Maybe it's your daughter. Maybe that's your sister. And they, of course, think that, yeah, you're just trying to, you know, be negative about this relationship. Um, have somebody else reach out to them. Start planting seeds. We have so many times victims tell us that um, they the physical abuse was nothing compared to the mental abuse that they were going through. That mental abuse broke them, broke their spirit, broke who they were, broke their self-esteem. And that's and how do you prove that in a court of law? Black eye, you could prove. You necessarily can't prove this in a court of law. And we've had many of survivors tell us that they'd rather be physically abused than than the mental that that was going on nonstop, twenty four seven. I want to pass on to everyone um, two resources: the National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-799-7233, or you can text START to 88788. And again, your website is hopehouse.net. Absolutely. Eileen Sheehan. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, in our hotline, 816-461-4673 is our local hotline. Every time we talk to you, we learn something new, um, and you enlighten us in new ways, and so we appreciate all of the information every time. 
Well, absolutely. And, you know, like I said, if there's anything that we can do, and if you think something's going on and you want some suggestions or brainstorm some ideas, or you're trying to leave, call our hotline. Just helps by taking that first step. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Eileen Sheehan, COO of Hope House. We appreciate you coming on with us. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. We'll take a break. Be back in a few minutes here on KMBZ. Welcome back in here on a Wednesday afternoon. Okay. I saw stories out of the BBC this morning about all the ways that Travis Kelsey's life is different now that Taylor Swift is in it somehow. Um, If you missed it, uh, she was here for a couple of days. She left yesterday. There are pictures, I think it was page six that had the pictures this morning of her plane at KCI, not the downtown airport, but at KCI, uh, that was seen leaving yesterday. There was a lot of talk about what she did on Monday. I know there were rumors that she was in Lawrence. That was never confirmed, but so she's out of town now. Uh, The updates now are that Travis Kelsey has talked about this on the podcast that he does with his brother. We'll get to that here in a second. But we mentioned yesterday that Bill Belichick was asked about this. Was did that seem bizarre to you that he was even asked? Yes. Yeah. That he of all people, I don't know, maybe he has like a Taylor Swift thing. I don't know what's going on, but they asked him about it on the Greg Hill show and we'll play for you what he you had go. to say. Uh, can I try one that's not about the Cowboys? Uh, Swifty to Swifty. Uh, Taylor Swift was in attendance to watch Travis Kelsey's game with his mom in the box. Seems like they may be the new it couple. Where do you fall on that? <laughs> Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, power couple in the NFL. Well, I would say that Travis Kelsey's had a lot. Kelsey's had a lot of big catches in his career. <laughs> this would be the biggest. Nailed it. Uh, Can you hear the eye roll? Like, is it is it audible? Am I the only one that hears the eye roll from him that oh, he's even I, there, being there's asked? There's a video with it. He's kind of laughing along. I don't I, think he eye rolls at it, but he's he, he finds it amusing. I'm sure he's like, what? what? Like, what? Seriously? By the way, they're not a power couple yet. We don't even know if they're a couple yet. Okay? We don't even know. It, like, it's she's been here one time that we know of. So let, let's just pipe down a little bit. Okay, so... Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey do a podcast together. A new one has been released. They, of course, talked about this, uh, and we can play for you what he had to say. We got to talk about it. Yeah, my personal life, that's not so personal. Yeah, well. (laughs) I did this to myself, Jason. I know this. Well, Trav, um, how does it feel that uh, Taylor Swift has finally put you on the map? (laughs) I just thought it was awesome how everybody in the suite had nothing but great things to say about her. You know, the friends and family. She looked amazing. Everybody was talking about her in great light. And on top of that, the day went perfect for Chiefs fans, of course. We script it all, ladies and gentlemen. But um, <laughs> to see the slow motion chest bumps, to see the high fives with mom, to see how, you know, Chiefs Kingdom was all excited that she was there, that was absolutely hysterical. It was definitely a game I'll remember, that's for damn sure. And then we just slid off in the getaway car at the end. I mean, everybody's talking about it. Everyone, literally everyone, even Bill Belichick. He hasn't Dude, talked much about me about outside that? of, you know, game weeks that we've played, but he made sure to remind me that that's the best catch I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Dude, that was a great line by Bill. Hilarious. And then you got Coach Reed telling everybody he's Cupid. He's been manifesting this the whole time. He's the one that set us up. Is there any truth to this? Ah, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that. I know that he had met the Swift family before, so I don't know. He could have been uh, in the background the whole time. Dude, Coach Reed playing matchmaker? Who knew Cupid was so big? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Taylor for coming through and seeing me rock the stage. Okay. The only other thing that he said that wasn't in there 
is that um, the only other quote was, I'm enjoying life and I sure as hell enjoyed this weekend. So everything moving forward, I think talking about sports and saying, all right, now we'll have to be kind of where I keep it. He also talked a little bit about like the paparazzi now that's been camped out outside his house for the last few days. And that wasn't really a thing before, before Taylor Swift came into the picture. But he said like they were, I mean, they were just right outside his house, just watching absolutely everything. Yeah, so. today and the dumbest thing I saw on Twitter was somebody posting a picture of him walking on the sidewalk saying, Travis Kelsey has been seen in Kansas City. Travis Kelsey exists really? in Kansas City. Like we knew this where, for a long where time. Where else do you think he would be other than Kansas City? What are we doing? It's, um, do you remember where that was? Like who, because there's no way that was, that's not local media. No, that's, it was just some random account that I saw in the picture blew up and everybody was making fun of him. I, I just, um, I understand the craze a little bit. I get it. I yeah, get it. I get it. But that's kind of ridiculous. The the yes. picture of him just walking down the street, like, is that going to be the thing that he can't do now because of his association with her? I don't like the paparazzi. Yeah. In general, they, quite honest, I despise them. And this is just, it's just ridiculous. So let's talk for a second about the uh, Kansas City Chiefs jacket that Taylor Swift was wearing. I have a headline that tells me how to buy it. Can I even buy it now? Or is it no, sold out? No, it's sold out in all sizes. <laughs> the tweet went out at 1137 this morning, I believe, when I saw it. And it is sold out. Okay. Okay. Um, and then Charlie Hustle made a oh, shirt, yeah. the Red Era shirt, whatever that is. I don't know if that's even still in stock. I haven't looked. Uh, Wouldn't yeah. be surprised if if there's none available. And we said yesterday that sales of his jersey went up four hundred percent, percent, yeah, in a couple of days. Um, now, am I missing anything? Those were the were all the, were those the um, stories? Let me dig real quick. Okay, if, we'll get to them later in the hour if there's anything left that we didn't get to. Um, but it will just be interesting. Now she's left town. They play on Sunday, so will she be at Sunday's game? Will be and keep in mind she doesn't have a concert for a while. So it's not like we're going to see him at her concert. That's not what's going to be next. So will will she be at the game? Will she come back to town at some point? Will there be sightings? It's just going to be a hard thing for them to keep secret, especially if she's here. It's just New York's an easier town to hide in. This this would be more difficult. So if she comes back, I think that'll be difficult to uh to keep under the rug. But uh, all right, it's we'll probably easier for him to hide rather than her to hide. Oh, for well. sure. So if he goes to New York or if he goes somewhere else, I feel like he can kind of slip under the shadow. She can't go anywhere. No. Without it, someone knowing who she is. No, not at all. But in uh, Kansas City, of course, everyone's going to know who, who Travis is. Yeah, yeah. We don't need the pictures of him walking down the street. We're fully aware that he does that, <laughs> that, that, that most of them do. So uh, we'll look and see if there are any other updates. It's just becoming incredibly amusing. Uh, all right, we'll take a break here. Um, coming up, if you missed the story earlier, uh, it is rare for the KC Pet Project to hit this point, but they do have a point where they have to consider euthanasia of their animals. They took in 84 animals just yesterday. We've never really talked about the KC Pet Project having to do euthanasia. Uh, EJ Becker and I earlier talked to Tori Fugate. Again, she comes with really amazing information. But how they make that decision about which pets to euthanize, there's quite the process to that. We'll get to that coming up next here on KMBZ.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. EJ Becker in for John Grayson uh, this hour. So we saw the story this morning that overcrowding at the Casey Pet Project is getting to be such a problem that they may be forced to euthanize some animals because of that. We wanted to know more about that. Wanted to know what else is going on at Casey Pet Project. Happy to have on the line with us Tori Fugate uh, yet again. Tori, thanks for making the time. Thank you for having me today. So first of all, let's talk about the definition of no-kill shelter and kind of what your status has been up to this point. So the no-kill language can be a little bit confusing because when you hear no kill, you think that doesn't mean that we have to euthanize. And that is not the case. Um, There really is no shelter that doesn't have to euthanize. Um, It is something that we all have to do. And, you know, we, we think about, you know, animals that may not be safe in the community to place. And so those animals would be humanely euthanized as well as animals that we know that we cannot treat. So if they're medically injured or not medically sound enough that we know we can't treat them, those animals would be euthanized. Um, But when we get into the point that we're at, and we have been, you know, for like really a couple of years now where we are just so overcrowded um, that we are having to make difficult decisions at times. And we're also asking the public to help us place a lot of animals so we don't have to euthanize them. There's actually a really um, great link on our website that kind of explains what no-kill is, what that means for us. And so we want to be able to, you know, talk about this and inform the public. But no-kill standard is 90% or above of all animals that come into your shelter leave through positive outcomes. And so right now we're uh, around 93% for the year, despite having the hardest year that we've ever had here at KC Pet Project. It has just been a brutal summer, um, but we're only able to achieve that because of the community support that we have seen. Okay. Um, the stats that I see and correct these, if they've been updated is that the shelter currently has 265 dogs. Ideal capacity is 140 before we talk about how you, I cannot imagine how you make the decision about, um, which dogs are euthanized or which animals are euthanized. I guess we should say, 
what do you do with the other 125 that you don't that are beyond your capacity? Yeah, so the shelter was built. Um, on on average, we were having about 140 dogs in our shelter. Um, so for years before we moved in here, so we were we built this shelter to house the same number of animals coming in, and so for us to be taking in this number of animals is just unprecedented. So we wanted to have a shelter where you know an animal has a four by 12 kennel, and then there's a divider door in between that you use to like feed and clean the kennels. What we have is animals on both sides of the kennel. So we have twice as many dogs in all the rooms that we intended to have. And then, you know, that's every animal, when you have to clean their kennel, you have to take them out of the kennel. They have to go on a walk. You have to have a staff member that's in there still taking care of the kennel and cleaning it. It's a, it's a huge strain on our resources here at Casey Pet Project to have this many dogs in our care. And so what we do is we work hard, all of us as a team, to try to get animals out of the shelter as quickly as possible. And that's whenever you see um, things like what we call our at-risk list. And that is really, it's a checks and balances system for us internally. It's making sure that no animal falls through the cracks and that each team member that is, is responsible for helping get these animals out. Okay, so let's talk about the delicate, so I'm using that word a lot today, but the delicate subject of having to euthanize mm-hmm. and how you make the decision that um, I, I know you're at 93 percent. And so that's how you know you're kind of in that window now. How yep. do you make the decision about who who will be euthanized? Yeah, there's a lot of steps. And first of all, like nobody who works in animal shelters wants to have to euthanize pets. Oh, I can't like, imagine. Nothing that we get in the business of doing. Um, so but it's really it's a collective team decision. So we have multiple meetings every week. We're checking on every single dog, laying eyes on every dog in the shelter to make sure that no animal's falling through the cracks and we're doing all that we can. So we're working to get pets into foster homes. We're working on potential rescue placement with other shelters or rescue groups. We are seeing if their quality of life is concerned. Do they need medications for, to help reduce their stress? Can we move them to an offsite center? Um, you know, have we marketed them? Have we, do they have a bio on our website? There's so many checks and balances that we as a team are using. And then when we have to make those decisions, um, it is really, it's a, it's our entire canine operations team that is, you know, deciding on it. And they're all in agreement that these are the dogs that we're going to move forward with. And then all of our behavior euthanasias are signed off by our CEO. And even then she's just like, okay, but what have we done to get this animal out? So we're doing everything that we possibly can to get animals out of the shelter as opposed to having to euthanize them. And it, but we're contractually obligated to have kennels open for all the animals coming in. So we did the story last night. Um, about, you know, how at capacity we were. And we were like, we don't know how many animals we get in every day. Yesterday, we took in 84 pets. Wow. All day. Did you say 84 you took in yesterday? Yes, that's what she said. Yesterday, 84. 20. So on average, we get 40 to 60, and but 84 did not leave. So it was it was a rough day. Do you, I know that uh, that oftentimes shelters talk with each other, that there are certain breeds that have their own certain shelters. Mm-hmm. Do you communicate with other shelters? Do you look for capacity elsewhere? We do. And unfortunately, everyone is full. Um, it has been a very challenging summer. Most municipal shelters around the country are dealing with this. Um, there's a great website called Shelter Animals Count that you know, tracks all of this data and what, and they are seeing that it's, it was reported last night that 50% of shelters are increasing euthanasia. Um, so it is something that's happening across the country. We never anticipated that we would ever see 16,000 pets come through our shelter in a year, 
but we are on track to take in that. So, um, you know, it's just been, it's, it's just been a, such a challenging summer, but honestly, we would not have been able to do this without community support through adoptions, through fostering dog day outs, everything that we're doing is entirely because of our community that we're able to continue to be at 93%. Tori, I follow you guys on TikTok. And um, what's coming up in my TikTok feed a lot lately is animal shelters that use that platform as a way, and, and they'll put up a video of a dog or a picture of a dog and say, this dog is 12 hours away from euthanasia if you don't come rescue him. And it's a, it's a little jarring to see, and I kind of wonder how effective that is. Um, and and I've not seen you guys do that. You you put mm-hmm. dogs up, and it's tours of you know we're we're putting them in the office today and showing them around and stuff like that. But how effective are methods like that on TikTok to get those dogs adopted out? It is incredibly effective. Um, it's really like where the future of of animal sheltering marketing is right now. And my team, I'm just like so blessed. They are so amazing at uh, at TikTok. But it's really just for us, it's showing the dog's personality. So Oreo sandwich is a great example. This dog was our longest stay dog in the shelter. He had been with us. He'd been on multiple dog day outs. We've been working for our foster homes, rescue placement, all of this stuff to try to get this dog out. But he had just been overlooked in the shelter. So we did this TikTok video, and it was at 225,000 views just pretty much overnight. And he got adopted two days after we posted the TikTok video. And we're doing that with so many long stay dogs. So we're looking at our at-risk list as well and saying, okay, what can we do to pretty much put individualized marketing plans around all of these dogs to get them out? Um, And then when we do set timelines for dogs, so if we do say, you know, they have to be adopted by this date or we will move forward with humane euthanasia, we're posting those on our Facebook. The last two dogs that we posted, um, it had a lot of shares, a lot of views, and they got adopted the next day. So both of those dogs are in new homes. They got out of the shelter, and we didn't have to move forward with humane euthanasia. And, again, it's just because of our community that we were able to save those dogs, which is fantastic. So what's going on? Um, I, I can guess a lot of the factors that are figuring in, but what is going on, to use your word, to make this a brutal time with the number of pets you've got? Uh, really, it's the number of stray pets coming in that we are that we're seeing this increase. And it's, I mean, owner surrender pets are still coming in very, very heavily. Um, the number, the biggest reasons that pets are being surrendered right now is a lack of affordable veterinary care for their animals. Which in Kansas City, we really do need, um, you know, more veterinary support that's low cost for owners. Um, And then, you know, housing is a huge reason. So pets being surrendered because they can't find a place to live with them. We suspect that a lot of the the stray pets that are coming in are probably owned pets as well that people just can no longer care for or they don't want to tell us that they're having to surrender their pets. It's just a variety of factors. Um, But what we're doing is just looking at our data, and that's what we're communicating out. So we can see that these are the reasons that pets are coming in. And, you know, being able to communicate that with, with everyone of, you know, the stray animal number is significantly increasing. And it is, has been for the past year. And that's prevalent that we're seeing all over the country. It's amazing that you were able to use low cost and veterinary care in the same sentence, Tori, for those of us who have pets and know how jarring that bill can be. Is there a model somewhere? Is there some city that's doing it better, some community that's doing it better that makes that kind of service that we could all use, frankly, available? 
Yeah, there there are some great um, models that we see in other in other cities where they have a lot of different um, low cost options, and you know they have like collaborative efforts to all pool resources to get more pet spay and neutered. We are looking into that in Kansas City, so there is a, a core group of us that are working on trying to build that collaborative effort here in Kansas City as well. Um, you know, long term that will help. Um, short term, it's really it's really hard to say, um, you know, what the short term solution is. But I think, you know, for us, Casey looks at us as the you know, resource that can help them. And we can. We're doing more to keep pets and people together than it's ever been done in the history of Kansas City. And, you know, we have people reaching out to us every day saying, I don't want to give up my pets. What can I do? And so we're trying to work together with other agencies and, um, you know, other shelters to come up with what these long-term solutions can look like so that, you know, five years from now, we're not in the same position that we've, that we're in today. I know uh, before we let you go here that with more pets to take care of, you also need the people to help take care of them. Uh, You're hiring? We are hiring. So we have um, a lot of positions available. It's um, incredibly meaningful work every day to come here and and help these animals and help people in Kansas City. So you can find out about career opportunities on our website and our benefits and everything at kcpetproject.org. And um, we have a lot of positions available right now. And we don't want to not mention um, the adoption special that's coming at anything we can do to help get more pets adopted. And I know this weekend is one of those. I mean, free adoptions sound good, right? Yes. So there's two opportunities. One is today is Waived Fee Wednesday. So we are doing free adoptions. We do it every Wednesday on all adult dogs over six months of age and dogs over 20 pounds. So all of those dogs are free to adopt every single Wednesday. Um, we also have a lot of dogs that are just free to adopt anyway that are um, that have been here 30 days or more or are on our at-risk list. So and our staff would be happy to give you the list of all those dogs. Then this weekend, Mars Pet Care and Pedigree Foundation are covering the cost of all adoptions at KC Pet Project at our three adoption centers that we have. And then so here at the campus, our Zona Rosa Adoption Center and our Petco Adoption Center in Overland Park and then Pets and Foster Homes are all free to adopt. We have puppies. We have kittens. We have small dogs. We have a lot of great pets that will be available uh, to adopt this weekend, Friday through Sunday, that will be free. Tori, earlier today we uh, discussed uh, how my son today is getting fish. He's six and a half, and he's getting fish for the first time. Uh, and Jamie wondered if it was a gateway pet. I'm looking at, at dan- better term, but yeah, I'm looking at dandelion <laughs> here and wonder: Have you hung out with dandelion? Because dandelion is a is a sort of a golden husky mix. And I'm wondering: uh, Is is dandelion as fantastic and cute as she looks? She is adorable. Oh my gosh, we have so many cute pets right now. Like it is crazy a lot of young dogs um under six months or under a year old like there's so many great dogs purebred dogs too we've had more doodles coming in too um but we've had purebred boxers and purebred huskies and golden retrievers i mean we've had so many great dogs coming in so whatever it is you're looking for we got it at casey pet project i would say we need a dog that doesn't mind being tackled (laughs) <laughs> that can handle a physical six and a half year old. Yes. Yes. Um, real quick. I want to make the, pl- this is coming in on our text line a lot too. And I'll, I'll let you do the plug here for spay and neuter. Absolutely. So there are some low cost options for spay and neuter, you know, pet resource center is a, is a good option. Nas up North, North of the river is also a good option. Um, Northland animal welfare society. So there's some good groups out there that are doing, 
some low-cost um, services so that you can get your pets spayed and neutered. But absolutely, please spay and neuter your pets. Like, that's that's going to help us ultimately, um, you know, get back down to a manageable level. And unfortunately, with the pandemic and everything, um, spay neuters slowed down a lot during that time. And we're still catching up here three years later from that time where it slowed down. So get your pets spayed and neutered if you can. Tori, if you get Casey Pet Project, we always appreciate you coming on. I cannot believe that you took in 84 animals yesterday. Uh, good luck to you. And again, caseypetproject.org if people want to learn more. Thank you. Thanks, Tori. We'll take a break here. We'll be back in just a few minutes on KMBZ. All right, breaking news. Patrick Mahomes confirms he did meet Taylor Swift while she was here. Ooh. It's not given details, but he said, yes, they met. So I think Brittany took that news. You know what's funny? There's a lot of that online. There's a lot online about how, um, because she just, Brittany Mahomes just unfairly just attracts people that just have comments. There's a lot of stuff online about how people weren't paying attention to Brittany Mahomes during the game like they normally would and that the attention went to Taylor Swift instead. So take that however you would like. On to other more important news, however. What are you watching tonight? What's the premiere? Premiere, Amazing Race starts tonight, followed by Survivor, both 90-minute episodes wow. every week. So excited. Okay, so you asked me during the break if I if I watch The Amazing Race. Not, I don't watch well, it as much. Because you brought up that story. Yeah. Of the, not the story, but that, that TikTok account yes. of the, the former competitors. The Holderness family, it's Penn and Kim, were the oldest couple, the oldest duo to win the amazing race. It was last season. It was the season that was interrupted by COVID. They were 45 and 47 when they won. They're really they're really big on social media. They they make a lot of money off of being really funny on social media and they do a lot of parody songs, which is what Penn did about the Travis Kelsey thing. We're not going to play it for you. It's like 5 minutes long. It's pretty cringy. It's not really good. It's not one of his better it's not one of his better works. <laughs> I don't watch The Amazing Race as much as I appreciate it, as as much as I just like that it exists, but I haven't watched it in a bunch of seasons. But are you with me that you think you could do it? Absolutely. Yeah. Every week, So it's every Wednesday. I would get home from practice. My roommate would get home, and we would sit down and watch it. And after every episode, we would slowly, like, turn and look at each other and make eye contact, and we'd both go, yeah, we, we could do it. Yeah. And we looked at the <laughs> application. Like, we filled yeah. out an application and got to, like, the final step before you have to submit, like, a video yeah. of yourselves talking and stuff. Yep. And then we were like, huh, we got to come up with a good story for ourselves to make them want to have us on the show. Yeah, you got to be good TV. You can't just be good competitors. You got to be good TV. And so, and that's where the video comes in. So I I'm, work in media. I think I'd be just fine. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> just as tell San- them that. Santa's laughing behind me here. <laughs> Santa's having a, having a good time back there. Um, So... Where did it go? Oh, here it is. Okay, so how to apply. Step one, copy and paste this link to view a video of what they're looking for. Make a video. They love people who show their personality. Lots of energy. Save an up-close picture of yourself to your computer so it's ready when you apply. And then fill out this whole online application thing. Um, Yeah, it needs to be a good story. You need to have a little bit of conflict or something so that it's not just easy going on TV. But you got to have a good partner. You got to, and I don't know how you make sure that the partner that you've got is like compliments you, has the, you know, has the strengths that you don't have, but I think it would be fun. I just don't know who in my life would be the best 
the the best partner for that 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 would have that same level of energy like the Holderness family when Penn and Kim did it they've done whole videos about how they trained um like they trained in practicing running up and down stairs because there's so much of that when you do the show and that doesn't sound like very much fun so would your partner would your roommate be a good partner yes absolutely okay i just think yeah both because i'm i'm like the thunder to his lightning i think i got the power and the <laughs> strength romantic. and the size and he's got the speed and the and the agility and he's got the longevity he was a like a cross-country track guy or whatever okay so he's got all the running stuff down and i got all the strength to take care of everything else and then with our combined minds boom done so which one has the street smarts neither of us okay so that's important <laughs> which one has the resourcefulness and problem solving skills probably him you did a little of that today. We had a little, a little bit of stuff bit, going on behind bit. the scenes today that you had to solve. So those things are important. Good sense of direction is important. Um, the ability to go through the whole season and not want to murder each other by the end, I think, is important as well. So it's just fun. It'd we be get fun along, to try. We get along well enough. Um, yeah, I think you should. I think you should go for it. I think it'd be fun. I'm. I'm not quite at the age that they were when they wanted, but I'm getting there. So it, it would be tough. So uh, premieres tonight. Pretty exciting. All right. I think that does it for us for the day here. Um, Dana Wright will come in next, and we'll be back tomorrow here on KMBZ. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.